0: This is Saturday morning's must listen format. The
1: Melbourne Racing Panel. Mark Hunter, David Gately, Mark almost from the tab with us this morning working through the meeting, Sandown on the Hillside Circuit. Railout three, soft five at this stage with some rain about. Some of the feature races are the Chairman Stakes and the Geoffrey Balmain. The Geoffrey Balmain is race seven on the card we're up to at the moment. Four year olds and upwards mares, group three over the 1300 metres. Take out numbers four, five, and 12. Mark, how's the market shaping?
2: Rose Courts has taken out fifteen cents with uh, with deductions there. Uh, Rate right to Arataki, as I mentioned, though, has been quite well backed right throughout. All in betting ten dollars uh, as much was locked away by punters at the start of the week. Uh, Seven into five fifty on Thursday. We're now looking at four dollars and forty cents. This has been one of the better backed runners of the entire program. Jamie Carr. And uh, was interesting listening to Matt Williams this morning saying that uh, I'll just let Jamie do what she does. Snap three ninety got as much as six dollars fifty after acceptances. Uh, Vespertina's also seen a good steady flow of money. Um, we've taken some bets for a rate thousand at seven fifty at $406, but uh, it seems as though a bit like James McDonald, Jamie Carr starting to have a really large impact on how punters view these races and how they then end up punting on them, even a bit of money around for, for Bellet at Reach.
1: Perhaps no probable this year, Mark. She's taken out the, the last two runnings of this race, but Exolita and Pachione going around in the, the Lindsay family colours. How do you think they might run this edition of the Geoffrey Balmain?
3: A bit messy, Warren, well, with Rose Quartz and Diamonds in the Sky coming out. Um, I think road to Arataki probably might have to end up leading again, game here, which is not ideal. Uh, going forward, you've got Passiana should take a sit. Snapped will be right there somewhere, and Basile and Lucy and Ballet Rich won't be far away, but not real leaders. So uh, I probably snapped or road to Arataki end up leading. Not at a great speed. I'm going to tip road to Arataki. I didn't really want it to lead. Uh, I think it went forward and got away with leading at Slemmingham last time on a day where that was not, certainly no disadvantage, 1300 metres here back to 1300 on a softer track. I was hoping it could sort of balance up and charge, but that may not be the case. I still think the horse is absolutely flying back from the spell. It's got a good red track, win to its name, and it's the one to beat. I think number two Vespertine is the danger. Down the straight just wasn't suited, but just flying through the line, you'll be in that three-wide train peeling to the outside and charging home. Uh, seven Ballet Rich, model of consistency, handles the soft. Goes forward, Parks just behind them and runs well. And 11 snapped, has to handle soft ground and has to run 1,300 metres, but looks to have come back from the spell in terrific order. Good first up win in a weak race I and mean, then no luck at all last time in Sydney. Gets a soft run near the front. If it handles the ground and runs the trip, it's going to be in the finish. So 10 from 2 for me, 10, 2, 7 and 11. How are you seeing
1: this feature for the Mayor's Gator?
0: Yeah, good little race, isn't it, as you'd expect, I guess, at Group 3 level. And, uh, look, I think snaps can measure up. She sat back, she raced by them, one running away, uh, first up. As the day wore on, um, certainly was a much better day, to be up nearer the speed. Uh, Rose, who was a horror watch, obviously, I think she'll go forward here in a race that's devoid of great speed. vesper team was only warm late in the Group 3 standish fresh, but by warm, um, she was very warm. In fact, in 11.04, last 200 was clearly... The fastest of any horse all day. The next fastest was 11.40, and she was a very good winner. Flemington Cup Week second up last prep on a track with a bit of jar out of it too. So uh, big danger. Happy to play them both, but um, with the lack of speed, I think Snap might have a head start on Vespatine. Road to Arataki, New tactic last time led, kicked, and won well, beating subsequent impressive winners. Shuffled down to Ballot Rich. Then my whisper perform is clearly Group form. I think she measures up. The next lead
1: is not out of it either, nor is Forbidden City. 11, 2, 10 and 1. Very even race. Gator's numbers 11, 2, 10 and 1. Mark 10, 2, 7, 11. I'm also seeing it as a wide leg of the quaddy. Both the second and the last legs are wide for me. And- Exolita looks to have jumped out really nicely. She's got the blinkers off, and her first-up record's not great, but 1,300 metres first-up, and she's got a good burst of acceleration. She can sprint quickly off a relatively slow tempo, and in an even race, I'm leaning one Exolita ahead of two Vespertine, who had those great late sectionals in the Standish race that was controlled on speed. 11 snaps got upside she's got to cope with the track conditions and taking on some more seasoned older horses here at group level but she's got genuine upside and 10 right to Arataki really well explained by Maddie Williams it was a great example of position in running versus speed she was actually going as fast as she's gone previously last start it was just the tempo of the race that had her in front well summed up by Jamie Carr there and wouldn't be surprised the way this race shapes up if she ends up in a forward position. 1, two, eleven, and 10 for me in race 7. Race 8's over the 1800 metres, a benchmark 100. Scratch numbers 7, 8 and 11, Mark.
2: Detonator Jack, quite clearly the uh, the favourite and the one to beat. Some bets earlier taken prior to deductions of Wright and Rose, 1,900 at 2.40, 4.50 at 2.30 and five hundred at 2.25. So a very solid favourite Detonated Jack. But we've also seen a firm earlier in the week, uh, 5.50... This is going back to yesterday. Actually, five fifty into three dollars forty for right you are with those gear changes and looking for a hat trick. Specs uh, for stars of Caram fifty one to twenty six, uh, Ahmad seventy one to thirty four, and nerve not Verve, even forty one to twenty six. So a couple at longer odds perhaps. Uh, punters having little side wind bets as well as adding those ones in their quaddies.
1: How do you think this race might shape up, Gator, for Detonator Jack, who who wasn't able to reel them in last time?
0: Yeah, look, I don't think it's a fierce tempo for him, but uh, I think a smallish field and um, an 1,800 uh, pluses on, on the big track here. Uh, He's probably got Nancho, Nerf, Not Verve, Right You Are, settling 1, 2, 3, but it, it doesn't look fearsome, as I say. Uh, look, he gave a handy horse in pounding three kilos two runs ago, did detonate a jack and beat him. It was a bit of a shock defeat last time, given I thought Sosi Bond's winning days were probably behind him, but he beat the rest well, and, uh, look, Sosibon had a dream run and all that. Um, I find him hard to tip against, let's put it that way. Beltoro was strong home around the tight valley track. Gets to Flemington, blew them away. He beat Informed Horses doing it as well. Now, he wasn't far off pounding three runs ago, so that clearly ties in with the detonator jack form. Right, you are. Tough win last time. Beat a couple of subsequent winners in Ain't No Deal Done and Princess Raheens prior to that. Six weeks between runs is your query. The Stars of Karen... Um, yeah, he's next best, I guess. Five, nine, six and ten.
1: How are you playing this one, Mark?
3: One out for me, Warren, number five, detonator Jack. I think the... I'll just see where Greg Grove says. It'll stay in the soft five range, but there's more rain coming. Uh, the fire has to be well out of the track, I think. They'll be out to the centre by now. Not great tempo, as Gator mentioned, but the small field, I just think he'll track up into the race. He'll get ripped down the middle, down to 56.5 kilos on the softer track. Detonator Jack will win. Placings from 9 Toro, who's just in career-best form, ran terrific at the Valley two ago, bolted at Flemington, just running the detonator jack here. Six right you are, is in great form, had that little setback which took it out of the Flemington race, that's always some concern. And 10 stars of Carrum, I think it's going well, it's got a place chance at big odds. The race just did not suit it last time, but Robbie Lane's got the horse going really well. I mean, five wins, 5, 9, 6 and 10.
1: they Mark's numbers, one out in the quaddie, 5, 9, 6 and 10 for detonator jack. Gators numbers 5, 9, 6 and 10. So seeing the race very similarly. And I think Jack can bounce back here. Detonator Jack, 5 for me. Head of 6, right you are. The stable mate gets the blinkers off and the visor on. Beltoro was terrific. I think that's as good as we've seen him go at Flemington last start. He's got to transfer that onto a track that might be starting to deteriorate by this stage of the day. But he seems to thrive on the more spacious track. So Hillside won't be a problem following that big win at Flemington last start and I thought getting fitter maybe riding the speed and comfortable on the ground nerve not verve might be a trifecta first four chance five nine six and four for me race eight we get to the last it's over 1700 metres a benchmark 78 only scratching marks number 12 Koi Hoi.
2: One cent one cent worth of deductions there with that scratching Warren. Uh nine fifty to six for Glory Days on Thursday. Now it's six dollars and fifty cents. Uh, that's the import I mentioned at the uh the top of the show. Nine fifty to six fifty. I'll be fascinated to see what the market does with him late if there are any good parade judges that Either think he's ready to go or not, we'll find out from the market because we've had 800 at 650, 500 each way at 6 and 220. He gets a couple of those gear changes, and it'd just be very, very interesting to see how he goes here, second up in Oz. Uh, we've also had money for uh, 3 and 4 pence, 15 to $8. There was a bit of 7,000 each way at 16 and 440 for tab 15, 3 and 4 pence, which certainly. Took the eye again. Jamie Carfactor in play there. Uh, And 650 to 464, St Lawrence, the second favourite. But uh, there's also been plenty of money around for so you see in River Plate.
1: I think the speed will be okay here nearer the inside. Ollie's been seizing the moment on, on River Plate and, and rolling forward. You'd think that that's probably a, a likely scenario here. Inside River Plate, we take Manhattan, probably holds a spot. And out wider, Comanche Brave, perhaps St Lawrence might inject some speed from, from out wider. I'm thinking number nine, So You See, who does have to transfer her form onto more rain-affected ground here, perhaps, than she, she has been doing. But she's been placed on soft ground. No, it was an easier race last start, but gee, I love the dominance of her win and the way she sprinted quickly when she got the opportunity. She had that throat procedure. It seems to have worked in an even race. Nine for me, ahead of two. St Lawrence, who's had a freshen up. He's unbeaten to date. It's probably a more tradesman-like win last time, but uh, with that gap between runs, might have some spring back in his step. Three T more, been back to the jump out since I it'll be a luckless run. He looked like he had a bit to offer and just ran out of room late first run for the Wallace Stable. And I put number one, Glory Days, in who'll be closing off strongly. Got that one-eyed blinker going on, was a real eye catcher, Warner Bull. First Australian run. Wide finish for me. I'll put them in nine, two, three, and one. How are you playing the last, Mark?
3: I'm going wide, Warren. I'm going to take number 15, three, and four, Pence, who's had those two runs back from a spell for seventh. But gee, it should have finished a whole lot closer both times. I think it can park two-thirds of the way back, be coming down the centre. Got the soft track win to its name to beat number 13, San Fabrizio, who said a few back, just hasn't been in the right sort of race. So, suited here on the big track, Bitter can win for sure. Two St. Lawrence have been dictating slowly run races and kicking. Different ball game here, but the soft track won't hurt it. And six River Plate, who was a magnificent ride last time to score, I think comes into the race now, the track's soft. So 15, 13, 2 and 6.
1: We'll recap the formula a bit later on, Mark. But just uh, touching on the the Rammer from yesterday morning in this race three and four pence. Your your thoughts on the value at this stage?
3: Well, it's got right in. Warren's got into certainly short enough odds, but well, hopefully some, hopefully a few listeners got the uh, got the double figure odds earlier.
1: Gator, how are you playing the last?
0: Yeah, look, I'm tipping. So you see, it was a really good return win. Obviously, internal bleed second up. I thought it was D Day last time. She certainly. Uh, Put that to bed. It was a dominant win against the girls with their 60 kilos. I think she's got stakes class ability. River plates won three or four in the prep, second um, in the miss uh, in a strong form race. Back 100 metres, no negative. Look, he runs time from the front, so he, you know, as an athlete, you'd only have to do that to win a lot of races, and he's able to do it. Yeah, I was with three and four pence last start, and I know I said earlier, Hennessy, lad, probably should have won it, but this guy had a seat at that exact same table, I think. Uh, he was hopelessly held up. His first up run was an absolute cracker. I love it when they steam home under no riding. Uh, I think uh, marks on the money. I think he was over the odds early doors. And Saint Lawrence is at the other end of that spectrum for mine. I think he was the false favourite early doors. You take a line through, we take Manhattan, and he's behind River Plate. Uh, but uh, you do look like a deal when you risk one who's unbeaten. Um, done that before. Nine six fifteen and two.
1: About to get the best back from Mark Almost in this meeting and around the country, but one via the SMS, a horse that didn't get a mention going through the tips here. Mark, your thoughts on where Turbo, number five, fits into this race?
3: I wouldn't think it's good enough. orange has got the three-kilo claim, which will help. Uh, Chase tame right and Rose, there last time, that horse had been disappointing before that at Mooney Valley. Just in a deep race, I would have thought place best for Turbo.
1: Where does he fit into your thoughts, Gator?
0: Oh, look, I've... I've tipped him a few times over the journey i I, I I think he's a i think he's a handy enough horse and saturday class certainly in 78 grade i think he just finds a pretty deep 78 race today um but yeah look i I think the right and rose form gives him some sort of hope uh but not in my top five is the short answer
1: back to mark Olmers for the best bet at this meeting and, and around the country mark what's the the activity been in the last hour or so
2: it has to be Benedetta. Uh, race four at Sandon on the hillside. Race four, number one, Benedetta, two eighty on Thursday into two dollars thirty as we speak. Dan Stackhouse, Jason Warren in those Melbourne Cup winning silks of uh, what seems a lifetime ago. Of, uh, of shocking. The other one, race 7 number 10, wrote to Arataki in the Jeffrey Balmain. $10 all-in betting, $7 after acceptances and now into $4.40 with some confident bets being taken by Tab. Around the country, Warren, uh, going to Randwick, of course, for their two stakes races. We'll start off with the long row plate. Uh, I think punters who shopped early would be Pretty happy with how their book's looking at the moment, uh, with the likes of Sicilian and Mexico going up bigger prices and even Madeira Sunrise as much as, what was it, $10, $8. Madeira Sunrise is now at $3.50. But a big watch on a few of them, especially headed towards a golden slipper, one that came out of that race Satin and Silk is actually accepted to go around at Newcastle, going for the easier option. Race four, number nine, Satin and Silk. You might remember um, Mum Satin Shoes running third in a Coolmore Stud Stakes behind Sepoy and Fox Wedge for the Batemans. Has been two ninety into $2.50 at Newcastle. Race four, number nine, $101 for the slipper. Uh, the best back at Randwick overall, though, Race 6, number 6, Banjo has been tipped by everybody and their dogs. Uh, Race 4, number 4, I also thought was... uh, uh, Where was it? Race 5, number 4, perhaps. Yeah, pretty wild. Uh, Interestingly named, considering uh, former Australian Test Cricket Captain Michael Clarke in the ownership. Uh, And also, to the Greyhounds, just for something out wide, Richmond Straight Track Championship today, race 12... Uh, that's coming up. Sacred Stance, number eight, six dollars into three thirty. Very good dog up the straight. And just because Cosy's been talking all things Tassie at Launceston, race five. This is the consolation, number three. Hilltop Jack, the mainlander, three eighty into two twenty-five. I hope everybody managed to write those down, Warren. Great
1: work, Mark, and just recapping, Jamie Rogers' best today. She's been on fire, race four, number one, Benedetta. Do you have a best bet around the, the, the traps today, Mark?
2: No, I got called off for today, so we'll have to wait for another day, but uh, I've had something on Sacred Stance up the straight in, uh, in the Greyhounds, so race 12, number eight, Sacred Stance. He's very fast on the straight course.
1: Thanks to Greg Groves at Sandown for passing on. There's been 2.2 mils since 6.30 this morning and it looks like it will stop soon. So thanks to both Andrew Bensley and Greg Groves for getting that news to us. Just before we take this final break, come back with the boys' best bets and quaddy plays.